your host for Lacrosse Talk PM, Rick Solo. All right, welcome to a Tuesday of Lacrosse Talk PM. Is it Tuesday, right? Yep, okay, got that. Check, it's Tuesday. 608-785-7914 is the talk and text line if you want to get in here and, like the guy says, have something to complain about. Only com- only complaining today, right? That's all we're going to do? No, I'm just kidding. You can you can call in if you have something to not complain about as well. Dave Larson is going to join me in a couple of minutes. He's the meteor director for AirFest and a veteran. And uh, we're going to talk about AirFest. We're going to talk about AirFest a couple of times this week, hopefully... I believe I'm going to, I'm, I'm trying to get one of the pilots to come in studio on Thursday. They fly in. So I think we'll, we'll ask Dave this, but I think they start flying in. You might, you might be able to, and you might, maybe even now, I feel like I was playing volleyball yesterday and looking up and there was some, a little bit more activity, different looking planes flying in, but that could just be the fact you know, pretending that Airfest is bringing in some planes, uh, but but I believe tomorrow morning, if you look up, you might see a Blue Angel flying in, and um, it'll just keep increasing from then on, from there on out. But uh, well, I stay the specifics there. I I do have to. I think I have to complain a little bit about. <laughs> Uh, the Milwaukee Bucks here for a minute. I just, I got to do it. I got to vent because they got destroyed again by the Brooklyn Nets. So bad. So I, I played volleyball. So I, I, re, I DVR the game or whatever, however you want to call it. YouTube TV, pretty nice. Not getting, uh, not getting any endorsement money from YouTube TV, but unlimited DVR. Anyway, so I, I start the game a little later and turn off my phone because it's almost impossible to listen to not hear anything about the game unless you turn your phone off because you'll, you'll see somebody will text you uh you know for anyone that's that's you know deep dive that, that loves sports like i do um, i'm either getting texts or i have a couple of apps that are going to tell me how terrible the game was so i turn my turn my phone off watch a game a little after it started get to about the I think I got to the second quarter and it was just ridiculous. Fast forwarded because in the NBA, if a team gets up twenty or so, there's always a chance for a comeback. Twenty points is nothing because it's you know hit a couple of threes, couple of turnovers, you're right back in it. Uh, so, it, but I but I fast forwarded to the third quarter from the from maybe somewhere in the second quarter to later in the third quarter, and I was like, nope, not even worth watching. They were down 49 points at one point. How do you get down 49 points? I don't even... I feel like I, I misheard that. But... Oh, and my screen just shut off. That's good. There we go. Uh, 49 points seems... Seems... Yeah, 49 points. That's right. I looked it up a couple of times now because I still can't believe it. And... Um, there's an argument that he said that the, the Nets are very good because they have maybe the best pure scorer in NBA history in Kevin Durant, and maybe the best guard at getting his own basket, if that makes sense. Kyrie Irving going to the basket and getting a layup 
he's better at that than than maybe anyone in NBA history. So it's pretty ridiculous. Like we have a lot of these guys in the NBA right now. For people that don't like the NBA, uh, it's pretty good. It's pretty good right now. Uh, so and then the Bucks have Giannis Antetokounmpo. Everyone knows him. He's the seven foot, almost a guard, except that he can't shoot very well. Uh, he needs to become Shaq. He needs to become Shaquille O'Neal. He's not 300 pounds or 280 pounds or 250 pounds, depending on what year you wanted him to be Shaq. He's not definitely not that big, but uh, he doesn't dominate like that. He plays a little differently. Um, but yeah, it's very. it was very frustrating to watch the Bucks yesterday be down 49 points and just no chance of a comeback, and they just don't know how to play basketball. That's all it is. They they like it's my turn and now it's your turn and there's no passing and there's no movement, which is what a lot of people complain about in the NBA, myself included. But on the flip side, you watch the the Nets. They're 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 doing they're moving the ball around quite a bit. And then if you waited and watched the Suns game, and this is what the the big what if, and I kind of wrote about this on WKTYSports.com. The big what if is at one point in the past year or so, the Bucks were thinking about getting Chris Paul. Chris Paul's old. He's short. It's kind of a risk. He's cost a lot of money, and uh, it would have been a gamble. And the Phoenix Suns took that gamble. And uh, Chris Paul put on a clinic last night for the Phoenix Suns, and in beating the the MV the league MVPs announced today. His name is Nikola Jokic, and. Uh, yeah, Chris Paul put on a clinic. This short little guard, this short little point guard, six foot point guard. He's thirty six years old, and he put on a clinic. <laughs> he scored. He only had one turnover. And uh, the Bucks, you just look at it and go, "Gosh, I wonder what would happen if the Bucks had a true point guard who was running the show." Giannis could be. He wouldn't be the. Wouldn't have to be this focal point with the ball in his hands all the time. The the Bucks instead went with Drew Holiday, who's a nice defensive point guard, and um. In some aspects, he's a great offensive guard, but he's just not the a point guard. He's not a distributor. He's not great at getting everybody else involved. The Bucks had 14 assists last night, and the Suns had like 46 or something ridiculous. Like all but all but all but 16 shots the Suns had were assists. So that kind of just spells doom for your team. Down 49 points is really annoying. Um, all right, I just had to vent. I'm sorry I made it a sports show again two days in a row. I talked to Mitch Reynolds yesterday, the mayor, uh, about that a little bit yesterday. But I just I got to do it because this once it, the, the, because they're going to get swept. The Bucks are going to get swept, and then I won't have to, anything to talk about because I don't really like talking about baseball. Brewers aren't worth talking about anyway. And I guess we can probably gripe about Aaron Rodgers here at some point. Come August when he's you know really not showing up really not showing up for the team. He's not showing up now, but it's, you know, eh, we'll wait until he starts, until they start taking the paycheck from him, and then we'll decide if Aaron Rodgers is going to play for the Packers. But, uh, all right, when we come back, Dave Larson, Airfest media director, photographer, the head of the, you know, a bunch of other stuff going on. I just forgot the name where they send the the veterans to Washington. I just forgot that name. Dave will tell me. I'm going to call him. We'll be back. Brad got to do the news. <laughs> All right. Welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. 608-785-7914 is the talking text line. You can hear Dave Larson giggling as I play the stupid <laughs> Top Gun song. Uh, 
Dave, does in in I'll ask the pilot on Thursday. Uh, now I just forgot her name, but uh, if if they hate, I, usually anytime I get a get a hold of a pilot I, or an Air Force person, I ask him if they hate the movie Top Gun. Uh, do you have any opinions there? I, I don't. You're not an Air Force guy, I don't think. No, no, I'm an Army guy. But uh, you know, years ago we had the uh, old uh, was it F-14s performing at our shows, and Top Gun was played through our loudspeakers at the Slayton Air Fest. So it's uh... <laughs> and every air, every person in the Air Force rolls their eyes royally. I'm sure. Uh, army wise, you're an army guy. So when you point to best, ar- let's go like this: best army movie, worst army movie. Do you have Do you have any ideas? Oh boy, I I've always always loved the movie Patton. Okay, I don't. Yeah. You know what? It's been too. I that that movie's too old for me, Dave. I don't think yeah, I. Was, I've probably watched it when I was little. 1971 or 72. Yeah. So I was even a little boy then. When yeah. That came out, but, but still, as an adult, when I was in the army, I loved watching the movie Patton. Sure. Worst one, like worst movie that maybe depicts doesn't depict. I mean, there's some sci-fi movies, I'm sure, but is there one like you know Saving Private Ryan or something like that where it's it's world you know everyone loves that movie, but you know army guys are like, no, that movie's terrible. No, I I didn't mind uh, Saving Private Ryan. It was uh, Private Benjamin. That really made me roll my eyes. Okay, Bill oh. Murray and uh, yeah, um, that movie. Yeah, that's. Uh, I'm trying to think of the woman that stars in that movie. Uh, um, I'm, I'm trying to think of it. Goldie Hawn. Goldie Hawn. Yes. Yeah. I don't know if I've seen that. 1980. I was two when that movie came out, and Patton was 1970. <laughs> but you're showing your age there, Dave. You better be careful. Yes, yes, I am. Uh, Dave's the meter director for Airfest. He's also a photographer for Freedom Honor Flight. I'll call you the photographer, but you're kind of the organizer of that too, as well, right? Well, well I'm a past president, and I'm once my term as president was over, I go back down to Pond Scum, which is just <laughs> photographer for me. Just photographer. Um, so yeah. there's a different. So someone else is running Freedom Honor Flight, or did we just put it on pause because of the pandemic no 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 we we uh we regularly schedule these uh changes in our uh leadership and uh brian clark he works over quick trip he's our new president he hasn't had to do much lately because we are on pause we waiting for this pandemic so yeah i have to uh, do you know do you have any idea i mean you not being the president so but do you have any idea when maybe we would do freedom honor flights again we tentatively had one scheduled for last May, and obviously things were not good at last May, so we canceled that. We tentatively have some uh, scheduled for this fall, but we have to still wait. We, we are not calling the veterans yet. We're not getting their hopes up. We have a lot of meetings to discuss everything uh, to make it safe for the veterans and the, their guardians. So we're, we're not... We got things. When I say we got them scheduled, we we have the aircraft, we got buses, we got everything lined up. We just need to know if it's safe. Yeah, That's don't really don't, where we're at. Because you won't have any problem getting veterans on the flight. No, I'm no, sure. that's never a problem. We yeah. have. Uh, last I looked, there was well over seven hundred veterans on our waiting list. Most of them are the Vietnam era veterans. Um, I don't know that we currently have any World War II veterans on our list, but a handful of Korean War veterans. And, and that was the last time I talked to you about that. That was always the goal is to find, you know, a couple. And we did. We found a couple of yep. World War II veterans, but then I think that flight got canceled. Correct. Got, we, 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 we like to say postponed. Sorry, yep. Not canceled. <laughs> but, but uh, yes, we did. We That was, uh, you know, fall of uh, 19 is our last flight. And, uh, 
uh, just uh, we had a couple of World War II veterans on our last flight, and uh, we were we were going into the our next flight with no World War II veterans. Well, we found some, but then we had to postpone the flight. So. All right, we're speaking, Dave Larson. We we're, we're just putting off Airfest talk. We're just chit chatting at this point. But Airfest is this weekend, and Dave, when can we start to look up and see some odd looking? Not maybe not odd looking, but just unique uh, things in the air. Will that be like tomorrow morning? We can start looking up and and see some stuff that maybe we wouldn't see flying around here. Yeah, one of one of the Blue Angel jets, the advanced jet, jet number seven. Um, will be coming in tomorrow, and they they always come in, do a few flights, fly around, make sure everything's good. Then they have meetings with the Airfest organizers, make sure everything's locked tight. And uh, so number seven, that number seven will be here tomorrow morning. So you'll hear some thunder in the sky starting tomorrow. All right. And, you know, we, we talk about the Blue Angels coming in all the time. But uh, there's, uh, you know, the, my original list was one, two, three, four, five, seven. We had seven, uh, like, stunt teams or aerobatics teams. Are we still up to seven? Yes, yeah, so we're, we're in that area, yes. And that would be, you know, our, what I, I call our civilian performers, our non-military performers. But yeah, they're all scheduled to come in, I believe, mostly on Thursday. We have Grant Nielsen Air Shows with a CAP-232, Michael Vanson and his extra 300, Eric Edgerton, we have Kyle Fowler and his long EZ, and the Vanguard Squadron, which is a four-ship performance, um, all what I call civilian performers uh, coming, mixing in with our military this, this weekend. Is the F-16 Viper coming? Yes, it is. I okay. didn't get that far yet. Yeah. No, the, and, you're, <laughs> and that, I'm just looking at my list, and you're saying civilian stuff, and obviously the, the F-16. I don't know. Can a, can a civilian get a hold of the, their own F-16 Viper? Probably not, huh? Not, not yet. No, I know there's some privately owned former fighter jets out there. I know F eighty six Sabers are privately owned, and so yes, it does happen, but not yet. Oh, okay. So, like uh, when uh, you know when somebody gets a hold of an old Army Hummer and drives around, they can do that. So somebody could get a hold of an old, some kind of uh, military jet and, and be buzzing yep. around. Yep. Obviously, I've, I've seen them uh, perform at many air shows over the years. So, but no F 16s at this point. No, not yet. No. <laughs> um, yeah, so so Thursday, when you start looking up Thursday, that's when we're we're really gonna we're gonna see some unique things in the air, huh? Yeah, because I think Thursday, basically everyone else is gonna show up uh, sometime during the day. I'm sure a few of the civilian performers will be uh, Friday morning, but uh, Thursday, the, the the rest of the Blue Angels, the six, the other six jets will arrive on Thursday. We have Fat Albert, which is a crowd favorite. It's the C-130 that they use in their show. And Fat Albert brings the entire Blue Angels ground crew. There's uh, 40 to 50, uh, um, 80 personnel and Marines in that aircraft to support the Blue Angels. Then we're also going to have the F-16 flying. Because when we have, for example, the F-16 at our show, they bring two jets in. So there'll be two F-16s buzzing the tower, and one will perform in our show. And the same with the United States Air Force F-35 Lightning. Two of them will come into town. One will perform in our show. And we're really excited about the F-35 because it is uh, Major Kristen Wolf, a female combat pilot. It's so cool to, to have that. So. Yeah, and, and where are we uh, getting her on Lacrosse Talk PM on Thursday? <laughs> yeah, we're, we're working on it. We're working on it. Um, 
and and okay, so when we originally talked about Airfest a couple months, maybe a month ago, I don't even know if I, the, everything time stood still for a while, so I couldn't tell you how long ago we we had that. But uh, it was strictly a drive-in, you know, lay in the bed of your truck and and watch the jets fly around, the the stunt teams fly around. There wasn't going to be any vendors. There wasn't going to be anything. You know, when I go to the EAA uh, in July in Oshkosh, the fly in there, there's a lot of stuff on the ground to, like, crawl through when I was little. You know, that was always kind of the cool stuff. Uh, has anything changed since then uh, coming up this weekend? Yeah, because when we first started planning is way back in March and working with the La Crosse County Health Department trying to get a safe air show. That's when we came up with the drive-in format. And just to familiarize uh, the listeners, we, you pay one price, your car gets in, and we're going to socially distance all the cars. So at $55 for car load until Thursday, when it goes up to 75 at $55, you can have about 1,000 square feet around your car. And that was really it just a few months ago uh, when we were planning this. And uh, the health department really didn't want us to have food trucks a few months ago, but now they do. So we will have food trucks on site, and we will have a little bit of static aircraft. Some We have uh, some F-16s coming in from uh, Madison, and they're just going to sit on <clears throat> on the uh, runway area that's visible for the, the people to come up and walk around and look at the uh, F-16s, and a few other aircraft will be there. But it's not as much static aircraft as we used to have, so it's just a little bit that, that we couldn't have just two months ago. We, we were not going to have any of that, but we have a little bit now. We have some food trucks now, so you don't have to sit next to your car all day. Well, at some point, you might have to walk over to the latrine. Well, porta potties all over the place, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and you know, I've, he- I've heard this before, people griping about this, so you can set them straight. As, as they go, why would I pay $55 to drive my, t- my, my car to the air show and to just to have to sit there and and when I can just go park anywhere and maybe in the area and look up for the same, to do the same thing. The experience is not the same because you're right there. You can hear the jet engine start up. You can't hear that from the bluff tops and stuff. Over the years, I've heard so many people say, yeah, air fest, I never miss it. I'm over my buddy's house on his deck. Now so you missed every air fest then. So it's, it's, it's a wonderful experience to be on the ground. We have... Uh, air show announcer Phil Basie. He's been at every single one of our Geek Slayton Air Fest through all the years. He knows lacrosse. He knows the performers. He has an exciting voice to keep you in, uh, excited when you're out there on the ground. And that's another thing. We're going to spread our speakers out all over the ground because we know we're going to have our cars spread out and our families spread out. So the speakers will be spread out, and everyone will be able to hear Phil Basie talk about all the different performers and how exciting it is. So it's a completely different experience when you're there in person because you can't hear Phil Daisy when you're two miles away. So you only think you see the air show. Yeah, well, far away. and I, I gave you a softball there, Dave, and you didn't even take it. But the, the on the flip side, you're all volunteers, right? And, and, and the tickets just essentially pay for getting uh, these stunt teams to come, these aerobatics teams to come, the Blue Angels to come. Uh, everyone else is a volunteer, so you know you're you're kind of footing the bill to have the air fest continue in lacrosse. Oh, that's you know, is air fest and every other festival in town. We we need uh, you know, the, the people to show up, buy tickets, and and come in and enjoy it in order to have another festival next year. And with Deke Slate and Air Fest, we have 
uh, you know, our major sponsors and a lot of other sponsors and the ticket sales. That makes us have a money in the bank so we can have another air show in another year. So we, no one, if they paid anything on the Deep Slate and Airfest board, we're, we're all volunteers and we do this out of love of aviation and want to bring a good quality entertainment to the uh, city of La Crosse. And it sounds like, too, uh, the, the benefit of getting a ticket. And it sounds like get the ticket today or tomorrow because it goes up. But, uh, you know, you, you've got a couple of things on the ground now that people can go check out that they're not going to yep. be able to check out anywhere else. Yep. Yeah, and it's going to be very unique this year. Even even me, I'm as a, as a photographer, I'm also the photographer for the air show. And it's just going to be different with all the people spread out all over the place by their cars. It's going to be very different, but if we were working so hard to make it uh, a good entertainment value. So we got a lot going on in the air. We got a little bit going on on ground. And, you know, we would normally have like a, a jet truck performing on the runway. We did not uh, go that route this year just to, because uh, of uh, people sitting in the middle of the parking lot, they might not see the runway that well. So the entire show will be in the air. So when you get your lawn chairs out of your car and your family sitting there, the show will be right in front of you, up in the sky. Um, all right, so Dave, when when things start flying in on Thursday, of all the of all the groups you got coming in, and I look up into the sky, what is the weirdest thing that I'll see flying? And you go, "Wow, that's uh, you know that's the most unique thing that I, I've I've seen in the air here." The, the Kyle Fowler is coming in with a uh, long EZ. That's a very unusually shaped aircraft. It's got a pusher propeller, so. When you see that come in, you go, what the heck is that? What, but, uh, can you say it again? It was hard to hear you there. Oh, it's a, it's, it's, it's the propeller's in the back. Carl Fowler, somebody? Stage. I didn't hear I didn't hear what you said. Oh, okay. The propeller for the aircraft is in the back of the aircraft, not in the front. It's what they call a pusher. Okay. So it's, it's an unusual-looking aircraft. But I'm personally, me, I'm excited about the F-35 coming into town. I We've never had the F-35 perform at Deke Slayton Air Fest, and it's going to be real exciting to see one of these brand-new aircraft in the uh, Air Force inventory. Is this the, is this the jet that's cost a trillion dollars? Don't they all? <laughs> um, so the, F- the F-35, is it, it's brand-new? Brand like, how, how it's, old is it? It's newer. You know, I don't know how old okay. it is when it first came into the uh, inventory. Okay, uh, yeah, I'm looking at the website now. I'm on your website. I'm trying to find what you were talking about with the propeller. Uh, oh, Kyle Fowler. Kyle Fowler, there it is. It was hard to hear you when you said that. There he oh, is. Okay. okay, yeah, it's the he's got like a yellow plane with a propeller on the backside. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, anything else? Am I forgetting anything else, Dave? No, no, just, you know, the tickets are $55 in advance. Um, they go up to $75 on Thursday. Our gates open at 9 a.m. Saturday and Sunday morning. Go to airfest.com to get those tickets. All right. Thanks a lot, Dave. Okay. Thank you. Yep. Bye. Bye. All right. That was Dave Larson, the media director for Airfest. He's the guy, well, he used to be the president of Freedom Honor Flight. He's an Army National Guard veteran. He was at Desert Storm uh, back in 1991, if you want to know some of his history there. I could have set that up better, but uh, just so you know, he's a humble guy, so he doesn't need all the accolades beforehand, but we can give it to you afterwards. Um, all right, we got to get Scott's comment. Brad doing the news. We'll be back after this. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. 608-785-7914 is the talk and text line if you want to get in here. We're just rolling. So whatever you want to talk about, 
I, uh, I vented about the Bucks to begin the show. We just talked to Dave Larson with Airfest, uh, but Kent's calling in. And Kent, I don't know, Kent, are you going to vent about the Bucks at all, or do you just want to talk Bucks, uh, old school Bucks? Old school Bucks, and I'm venting. They kind of, they kind of stink. Yeah. I mean, they get there towards the end, and then it's kind, they kind of stink. But yeah, when I was a kid, I grew up in Milwaukee. I was a little, little gigger. Down in uh, Milwaukee Bank downtown on Wisconsin Avenue, and me and my sister and brother took the bus down there. And we're in the elevator going up to the observation deck in this huge building. And this man walked in. He was seven foot something. His name was Lou Elcinder, now Kareem Abdul Jabbar. But he looked down at me and my brother and my sister. He patted me on my head, and I freaked out. I'm like, are you that basketball game guy? And he said, yes, I am, little fella. Then he gave me a buck, <laughs> a dollar. You know, a, so it was pretty awesome. cool in my day. But, yeah, Airfest is coming. We'll be sitting out on the north side here, uh, Mayor Kent and the wife and dog. and What What year watching, do you watch, – Watching the stuff. What year do you think that was when that happened to you? Man, I think, man, I must have been like seven or something or eight. I can't even remember, man. Like the seventies? Yeah, probably seventies. Okay, because because uh, because so, it wouldn't have been uh, Kareem Abdul Jabbar, uh, star of the movie Airplane. It wouldn't be that one. <laughs> exactly. Same, well, no, it's the same guy. Same, but, same, same guy. Yeah, Kareem no. Abdul Jabbar. Because it would have yeah. been, been funny if he was a Laker at that point. But it would have been funny if he did that at the point and be like, "Are you that guy in the movie Airplane?" as as opposed to the basketball player. But I know. Uh, that's but a, his that's God given cool. name was Lou L. Cinder, and then he switched to the, I guess, the Muslim name or whatever he took on later in life. Oh yeah, no, I I got you. Yeah, that's an awesome story. Uh, thanks for the call, man. Yeah, thanks, buddy. All right. Uh, yeah, nothing like uh, he gave him a dollar. That's really weird. Um, but whatever, I guess a dollar. Uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, former Buck, last time 1978, I think, is uh, when the Bucks won the NBA championship. I'm looking. I'm Googling it because I, I want to say 1971. 78 is when I was born. Uh, 1971, and uh, that's the only Bucks title with Luol Cinder. And then they traded him to the Lakers because he was going to leave anyway. The Bucks almost had to do that with Giannis. kind of sounded like he might. It didn't sound like that, but just the way the, the Bucks fizzle out in the playoffs. Like they are again this year, uh, but we got the the Bucks got Giannis. I say we we got Giannis locked up for f- another four or five years. I forget. Uh, it's this year, and then I think four years after that. So we don't have to worry about him leaving because he's under contract. But the way things work now is players just say, if you watch, I mean, just look at Aaron Rodgers. That's what uh, Giannis could do that at any time, and maybe he will do that. The way the Bucks are losing in the playoffs. Next thing that'll happen uh, if the Bucks get swept here, if, if they fizzle out without a fight, is uh, the coach will be fired. Um, I, I did I did get a text from Rug in Trempolo who wanted to know with the Airfest if uh, veterans got a discount, and they do. So veterans, if you're wanting to get a ticket, it's uh, $20 off per car. So right now, tickets, airfest.com. The tickets are fifty-five dollars, but if you're a veteran, I'm—I don't know, Rug. If you're gonna—if you're gonna get a ticket right now, tell me. Uh, you do. Oh, well, let's see here. And it says it right on the website to receive your your one-use promo code. You got to email Airfest. So there's a there's just go to Airfest.com and then the tickets and then scroll down, 
uh, there's an email on there uh, to get your discount. So, and I don't know if they're going to stick you with, uh, you know, the $75 ticket on Thursday, if they're going to give you $20 off that. So do it before Thursday, whether you're a veteran or not, because uh, the tickets are a lot cheaper. Yeah. And, and we didn't, maybe we didn't break down, ex- but uh, Airfest drive through, drive through, drive up uh, air show. Uh, a couple months ago, it sounded a little bit less fun than what it sounds like. And, and we kind of anticipated this with the vaccination rates going up a little bit. Um, they're going to have some food vendors there, which is great. And, and uh, also some stuff to check out on the, on the Taramac. What do we call it? Taramac on the runway uh, that you can go, you can go look at some, some military jets. It sounded like, uh, so there will be a little bit of uh, some attractions. There will be a benefit to actually be aside from you know your your money going toward the airfest itself to kind of keep this coming back every year because uh, everyone that's working there is a volunteer um so there's a there's gonna be food vendors there food trucks and then b there's gonna be stuff on the ground to check out uh there won't be another airfest until 2024 I'm pretty sure I didn't talk to Dave about that but the last time uh Back in in late March, when we when we discussed the Airfest, they can't book they can't book the Blue Angels or the Thunderbirds or you know any of the, those other military flying teams until 2024 because they're already booked up everywhere else. I think the I think these flying teams, military flying teams, are like they 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 pick and choose regions, and maybe I think they're here and maybe they're in Eau Claire this summer, but then they're just going to hit maybe like Stevens Point next year and. You know, somewhere close, but not so close. And then they don't have to come back to literally lacrosse until 2024. Because, you you know, if you want to go see them next year, you could just drive to Stevens Point, so to speak. I don't know if they're actually in Stevens Point, but um, if you wanted to go see that. And you could always go to the Air, EAA Air Show in July. I think it's the weekend after July 4th always. Uh, 608-785-7914. Um, yeah. And that's kind of what libertarian guy said too. He said, uh, it's also important to buy a ticket to help pay for the entertainment performance. So the air show returns in the future and it kind of helps the volunteers. And, uh, even though you can just kind of go, you could go lay, you could go grab an inner tube and, or get your boat and, and park it in the, in the river. Right. So I think uh, one of the things Dave had said, not today, but he said in the past, you know, okay, get a ticket so you can drive your, so go online, get a ticket. But then if you got a boat, go park it in the Mississippi, park it, go, go anchor it, anchor it in the Mississippi and, you know, watch the air show from there, from, you know, just outside the airport. I think you could do that. That might be, that might be just as fun as, as going in, but you will still miss the attractions. So I don't know. Um, but it will just, you know, it kind of helps out those guys. And if you don't like the air show, then probably leave town for the weekend because it's going to be loud. <laughs> I think there's going to be jets flying around all day. Um, it might be kind of loud for the weekend. I can't imagine uh, people with dogs, too. I, I imagine now that I think about it, if I, if I lived in town, I'd probably have to go to my parents for the weekend because my dog would maybe not like the idea of these jets buzzing around all day making all kinds of racket not really sure because obviously planes fly around over the house once in a while but never in this capacity so it might be an interesting experiment so people with dogs that are 
kind of scared of thunderstorms and stuff, maybe uh, think about what's what's going to happen beginning beginning Friday. There's going to be a practice air show on Friday too, so there's always that. Uh, yesterday, Mitch Reynolds, the mayor, came on the show, and we had a we had a bunch of fun. We talked about a whole bunch of different topics, and uh, one was a Popeyes chicken, which actually Brad Williams is is trying to hunt down like the the idea of a Popeyes chicken actually coming to lacrosse. Me and Mitch joke about it, but. But Brad has, uh, I told him, I'm like, well, let's write this up. Let's get it in the news. And um, so he might do that here in the next couple of days because I think uh, the way Popeye's Chicken works is you, you, you own a franchise and you can just you can bring it to lacrosse. You just buy a franchise. Um, and then um, I emailed Costco because that was the other thing. Mitch rolled his eyes. because But people talk about this. Hey, when's a Costco coming to lacrosse? I emailed Costco and asked them, hey, when are you coming to lacrosse? And they're very like... Um, closed, closed-lipped about about when they're doing stuff. They said to me, um, "Unfortunately, it is our company policy to not comment regarding future Costco warehouses until we are ready to share details about new locations, usually two to three months in advance." And then they gave me a website to go to to see where new locations, new Costcos are coming up because we talk about uh, that Kmart area, right? We got to rename that first of all. Uh, the Viaduct Views, that was my name for it. If you got a better name than Viaduct Views, let me know. 608-785-7914. I did get a couple of good names there, but uh uh, you know, there was there's always that. Hey, put a Costco where that Kmart was. Well, it's not big enough. That area, I think it's like eight acres. It's not big. Costco needs more acres than that for parking alone. Uh, I bet the Kmart lot's not even big enough for the parking. Um, but they gave me this website, Costco did, where their new locations are, and there's none in Illinois. That's the closest one. And one, there's one going up in Australia in August. So there's a couple, there's, there's four in July and three in August. That's all the new Costco's coming in the world. There's only seven of them coming in the next two months in all of the world. <laughs> but it would be nice to get a Costco here, right? Uh, the other thing we talked about, too, and this is on our website. This was part of the public works meeting and on Monday morning, but uh, we talked about speed bumps and the idea of uh, bringing speed bumps, which Joe Joe called in yesterday and talked about speed bumps a little bit, had some fun. Uh, but, Joe, what are you calling about today? I thought that Costco said that Kmart area was too small. So yeah. Yep, that's what I said. I don't know. Maybe you didn't hear me. Yeah, it's eight acres. I said that the eight acres that Kmart area is is probably not enough even just for parking for Costco. Well, and then I heard, too, that there's some type of, like, uh, not friendly negotiations going on between uh, Chick-fil-A franchisee and uh, Popeye's chicken guy. Oh. Apparently he's got permission to have some franchises here in the area. But uh, I think there was some kind of deal where uh, he was kind of trying to keep the Chick-fil-A out, threatening that he was going to open up a franchise here. But I don't know if uh, it'd be worth it if if Chick-fil-A's here. I mean, are you going to get enough competition the way to stay on Popeyes too? I don't know. The Chick or Chick Chick-fil-A and Popeyes feuding. Obviously, they're competing, so one can't be. We can't put one if we're going to have the other. We got to have both, or what? Because it sounds like Chick Fil A. I don't know. I thought I heard something between about the two franchise owners that they were squabbling about something. They well, didn't they should think be, it'd be right? worth to have them both there. They should be always like they're they're competing franchises with the same market, right? Chicken. So obviously they're going to be clucking at each other. 
fucking at each other. Um, yeah, I heard Chick Fil A in on Alaska was kind of. Uh, they're pushing the timeline back as we see Chipotle is almost ready to go. I don't know if you got your job application over there, Joe, yet or not, but you know, free Chipotle. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm not, not going to do Chipotle. I don't Minimum think. wage, 15 bucks an hour at Chipotle. I think they, that was in the news a couple of weeks ago. Uh, be a pay cut for crappy burritos. I don't think I'm going to do it. Yeah. It's your, that, that sounds like, like really like $15 an hour is like the bare minimum that you could pay me. To work at Chipotle, rolling burritos all day. I think I could cook meat, but that's still like all those jobs. People are like, those are so easy. Those are the hardest jobs. Like those are very extremely hard, tight spaced area, hot. Not working, you know, with the most productive people a lot of the time. So I can't imagine that any of it's easy. Yeah, and then doing the thing that you have to do for the whole day, whether you're the rolling burrito person or the you know cooking the fajita <laughs> stuff all day. Oh, thank God they do it because I just, I couldn't do it. I just I wouldn't be able to put up with it. I hear you. All right, thanks for the call, man. Kent, I'll get you in here real quick. Kent, go ahead. Hey, a Popeye's fried chicken. My lips are drooling already, buddy. <laughs> yeah, we got to get one here, right? I'm talking about the old uh, Burger King on George Street. Yeah, right. right over by McDonald's. It's been abandoned for quite a while. Me, you, and Mitch franchise. We'll put our money together. We get free chicken for life. Yeah, uh, Mitch said, uh, you know, I even said, P- uh, where is it, the the, the all-you-can-eat pizza thing in downtown that closed. I just forgot the name uh, of it. Oh, Pizza Doctors. Pizza Doctors. Mitch is like, that's pretty far from City Hall even for him. So we're not, there's no way he's going to the north side. To get, he wants, as the mayor, he's going to pull strings and get that Popeye's chicken right across hey, the road. Tell Mitch I'll pick him up and drive him over to the Burger King building on the north side every day at lunch to get him. <laughs> It's Popeye's, man. Of course, yeah. Of course you want it on the north side. Northside Kent, the mayor of the north side. All right, that's going to do it for the show.